Welcome to the Art of the Dive. It's Nick and Jake again for the worst FPL week ever. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. We are currently potting because I can no longer watch the Arsenal game. Um, so yeah, it's finishing up. Hopefully it goes okay. Uh, how's your week been, Nick? Uh, pretty terrible, like FPL-wise. Um, so... I'm sure everyone's team kind of is in shambles at this point because there's so many underperformers and overperformers, like a bunch of underperformers that everyone had in their team, like Man U assets, and then over. How many defender? How many defenders do you have not actually playing the whole game and only playing like 20 minutes, like Gabriel? Oh yeah, I have. um, (laughs) I have Gabriel. I have Chilwell. I think he played most of the game, and then I had Sean. Yeah, he played 60 minutes. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. It's like every single game. So you know how there's like chunks of games. There's like one Friday game. No one cared about that because what it was Sheffield and Forest. Like no one has any of those guys. And then you yeah. have your Saturday morning games, and they're kind of stinkers, except for people who had the Brentford players like Embuemo and and then the guys who had Brighton. Brighton played, Brighton played well. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. I don't have Brighton because I had to double down on that bet we have. You know. Yeah. So every like chunk of games, I was like, all right, well that. <laughs> sucked but maybe you know i have captain sala so like maybe saturday maybe. morning he'll do well and then it was like well he got one return it wasn't wasn't the worst he missed a pk though and then i was like well maybe we'll see something out of holland or you know i don't yeah every single game you. was just like okay that was a shit performance uh, but maybe it'll be better tomorrow and it's like nope tomorrow's even worse because there's more shitty performances yeah it doesn't help I'll that i have you. pickford <laughs> my, yeah, Pickford. That was like God. the dumbest thing I think I've ever done in FPL is take Pickford. And Jim tried but, to tell me not to, but I didn't want to listen yeah, to Jim. Yeah, I don't think it was a terrible decision with the fixtures, but to be quite honest, I think there's worse things you could have done, like gone double Man United. Uh, yeah, but I feel you. Like, that was the same thing I was like. I was like, well, you know, first game, Turner didn't get a clean sheet. Not a big deal. Then it was like, you know morning games i got absolutely smashed by Embuemo and every brighton player yeah. i mean i have an estupion but yeah well and we'll talk about it more but then you're like i was like oh yeah it's okay like holland could score a goal and then he doesn't do anything and it's like oh it's okay like or man you was first but i was like oh i have man two man you players it's gonna be okay spurs aren't the best defensively clean sheet Fernandez missed like every chance known to mankind. Yeah, it, it's been like that, and I guess we have we have weeks like that too in real life. So, uh, at least my real life has been okay this week. Well, that's um, good. I'm glad. Yeah, to hear that's that. that's a positive. Although I will say, Bobby Love apparently is starting this petition to, if he beats me in FPL, he gets to pick a tattoo. I don't know like what the Brits kind of consider like a fair trade, but usually there's like a trade-off like if i beat him he has to do something and even then you often in america at least have to start the bet before the season begins yeah where we have rules and morals and we have to uphold standards for these kinds of things i just i just have to say like bobby love i think is way better than you are at fpl like no offense to you but i think he's like routinely in the top 100k so like it's not really a fair bet either because you have a significant handicap to deal with so like he should have to beat you by like 200 points for you to have to get a tattoo not that i condone betting but this has all the red flags of like don't make that bet you know what i'm saying like yeah and you didn't agree to it 
right? There's nothing, no positives for me. I haven't agreed to it. So I, I don't think that's how petitions work. But again, in America, it could be different. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe um, it's just like the land of lawlessness and, and bets under yeah. false pretenses. You think he's going to yeah. make you get a face tattoo? I Well, that's the other thing. He didn't say where, like how big. There's no rules to this. Just right so, like, below your belly button, just like again, with an arrow that says like Pleasure Town or something. Yeah. I think that would red, be pretty cool. That'd be like not flags. a punishment. That'd be like a great reward for a good FPL performance. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's fair. He also wants to know where I'm going to be traveling in Europe this upcoming month. And again, like, I don't know, Bobby. I've seen Taken by Liam Neeson. Like, I don't think I should be sharing with where I'm traveling. Well, the, the movie's not by reasons. Liam Neeson. He's just an actor in the movie. It's not like yeah, he wrote sorry, the sorry. story. He didn't write the story. But, I mean, he was the like... The book Taken, written by Liam yeah. Neeson, turned into a movie. It was based on the okay. screenplay by the author Liam he wrote okay. himself into this super badass <laughs> character. Obviously, we would all do that for ourselves. I'm not going to give Bobby Love dates, but I will answer it. I will be in uh, Marseille, Vienna, Venice, um, Whoa. Munich, and Salzburg. So oh, you're doing I'll the whole tour, except for... Yeah, except for England, because yeah. I don't trust that place, and I don't like tea. <laughs> yeah, you're going to arrive, and they're going to make you do bets. They're going to be like, you have to get a tattoo if you can't throw this nail into this bucket yeah i just don't know if you can't hit the dartboard like, like i don't uh, want to play this game yeah all these little made-up english games you know like they're i don't know cricket they're gonna probably have me play cricket or something is that from a horse is that that where you hit a ball from a horse or something no no more similar to baseball but yeah, oh okay isn't there a horse a game? game there's like a horse you ride around on horses and like you have polo like, is that it yeah, yeah, not water polo, but like regular polo. Yes, yeah, that's a so game that, too. Probably invented by the Brits. Yeah, as well. they had the don't know. the funniest little games there. Yeah, they are funny little games. Funny little people too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we and we lost our last. All right, 10 well, listeners. we will close the pot out here, and uh, we'll yeah. <laughs> see no one later. Um, we did also for like some big topic questions. Have a who is your favorite Patreon member? Uh, from Wilson and she said why is it Bobby Love it's not Bobby Love Wilson in fact he's my least favorite Patreon member <laughs> he just he just tortures the the main podcast host like it was Marco and now oh yeah he's full of burns just he just burns worse. everyone yeah yeah he just burns everyone brings so. us all down yeah so Wilson I don't know if I should be sharing favorite Patreon members but you're above Bobby Love you, there's no question about that so no worries there um, do you want to talk about teams as sadly as that is? I know the game week's not completely over, but it's close enough. Sure, yeah, let's just uh, rip off this band-aid or whatever the saying is. So <laughs> I am currently sitting on a game week score of 44 total points. And like I said, like every game I've been thinking, oh, this player might have a chance to do well. So currently it's the 89th minute of the arsenal match so potentially we could get a clean sheet out of saliba but gabriel came on for a solid one point performance Saka <laughs> has been kind of shut down by mitchell i had a stupinian along with like every other player in fbl so his 11 points is great but like does nothing for me pickford had a a great zero point performance he conceded four goals he did get three saves though so he he uh came out even so i didn't lose points and then i did captain sala so that worked out okay because he did better than holland and then luis diaz was my uh 
dark horse pick, kind of a flyer. I transferred out Rashford last week and brought in Luis yeah. Diaz, and he got one goal, which was decent. But, man, I I was looking at the fixtures this week and thinking about my lineup and feeling pretty good about everything. Yeah. But did not work out. I need to have Matoma on my team, and then I think I... Uh, I mean, I don't want a wild card at this point, but it's very tempting, you know, just like hit the reset button and, and do a full reset on my lineup. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I mean, it, it gets worse. I have 29 <laughs> points. So, but what's weird is I'm only four points behind the current average. Um, I am going to be getting a Gabrielle one pointer, which blocked U- Udogi off my bench for a five pointer, which uh, sucks. Yeah, uh, that hurts. Uh, I thought Gabriel was like, I thought he was nailed like a hundred percent thought for sure. Him and Saliba would be back. Like, you know, Arsenal didn't defend that great against forest for the majority of the game that they didn't have the ball, which was like only like 16% or whatever. But I, I, I don't, I get what Arteta's trying to do, but it makes me a little bit nervous, but they'll have a, hopefully they'll have a clean sheet after this game. Um, but, and then, you know, no, I don't, I didn't have a single return outside of Stupinian, not a single return. So I don't think there's really much to talk about there. Um, I don't want a wild card. I don't think I need to. You should. I like, you, you I like to. my team. No, I, really I don't like know. Your team. team sucks. You need many changes to, to continue treading well, water at this point. You're going to we'll fall so it. far behind that you need to wild card game like three. Yeah, we'll get into it. Um, well, I did put in Jim and Marco. They're having good weeks this week, although they had bad weeks last week. Yeah, because they had Embuemo. So that out. was like, they just yeah. had Embuemo, and then yeah. rest of their team is like either template or shit. Like, Jim's on 61 points right now, and he has a game week rank of 600,000. So he, like, was terrible Ooh. game week one, and now he's, he's like, where'd catapulted he the, Where did he get the 10 points from today so far? He, I had him at 51. Let's see. Does he have Odegaard? No, he has Rashford. That's okay, hilarious. I don't. Well, maybe my maybe the point total I had was wrong. Marco was at forty one and Jim was at fifty one when I did this earlier today. But uh, good for him. Oh, maybe he's got Saliba. Does he have Saliba? And he he's has sitting on Saliba the... and Gabrielle. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah. Okay. Hilarious so pick of Havertz though. So he has Havertz and Richarlison, which are just terrible yeah. picks. So he got lucky in terms of hitting on the uh, Brentford guys, but. They're not yeah. going to perform Williams, every single week, week in, week out, okay? It's yeah. going to be well, your Chelsea's, your Arsenal players, your Spurs players. Those are the <laughs> high-quality teams right now. Those I do, do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that and go into a little bit in depth. Um, All right, let's do talk about it. Well, yeah. Well, we'll f- so, so congrats to those guys. I didn't really look at Team Hive. We might do a follow-up pod later this week, and actually next week we're all going to be together for a little bit, so that'll be something to look forward to. So obviously join the Patreon, and maybe you get some, like, you know, live streaming for that. Um, But we do appreciate our Patreon members. It's great to have you guys. Um, All of the Patreon members are all our favorites, except for Bobby Love, just to remember. I did, you already brought this up, but I did want to put in a little bet check. Oh, no. (laughs) You really want to talk about that? No, I do. Nick's hot take was that no Brighton player would be in the top 10 for how many game weeks? The first five? First five. We got a lot of games to play, Jake. Don't get excited. They had two easy opponents, like the easiest opponents in the league. It only gets better. It's going to even out. Um, but let me give you a little heads up. So March is number one for midfielders with 21 and Matoma's number three uh, with 17. So not looking good there. And then if that didn't 
help you. Uh, the fact that Estupian's number one for defenders is also ideal at 18 points. So I think I'm going to win that bet. It's still, like you said, a little early, but they have a pretty good fixture next week again. I forget who it is, but we'll talk yeah, about they're, it. Yeah, they're playing West Ham, they play Newcastle, oh, yeah. and then they play Man U. So yeah, they're not going to get to play tough? Luton and Wolves every <laughs> single week. If they did, they would just be always you know, always in our team, never transfer them out. I think we're going to yeah. see a little bit of like regression to the mean, but I yeah. will admit that I was probably off on Brighton regardless of the players that they lost in the offseason, like, it doesn't matter. They're just good. And this I don't is, understand that because, like, look at Chelsea. They spent so much money on yeah. players who are high quality and they can't figure it out. And yet Brighton loses, I don't know, three or four of their main starters from last season and they just, like, pick up where they left off and are are great. I don't, I don't get it. What's going mm-hmm. on, do you think? Well, I do. we do have a question on that, so I'll just skip down there. But Thomas um, Bracken right. wrote in, Brighton are operating a squad of humanoids that get deactivated once they're transferred out. I'm assuming that's with Caicedo looking rough at Chelsea and, like, the PK. <laughs> uh, he did look terrible. I, I don't know if he's a player you bring on mid-game in that situation, although he should do better. Um I honestly want to answer this question, so I think we don't give enough credits to uh, enough credit to managers. I really, I really do think that's a big part of it. Um, obviously, paying for players isn't everything. If you don't have the culture and the goal set in, I'm going to use the culture word because Jim's not here to be disappointed by that and disagree. Ah, suck it, Jim. Yeah, uh, I think it's important and deserve by far is one of the most impressive managers. I, yeah, but I just, what about like, Potter? Was, like, Potter did the exact same thing, mm. and everyone thought he was an incredible manager. He went to Chelsea and sucked, and, like, the Serbia's come in and, and done the I don't the think exact he was put things. in a good situation. Like, I think Deserby's better. I think Deserby's better. I don't think okay. Potter was getting a, put in a good situation, and I don't think he was given enough time. Like, Arteta is also a good manager, but he needed time with what yeah. was going on at Arsenal. And and I think that's part of the problem. I do think Brentford is a well-run club, and they have a good manager, and I think they'll continuously tick along. I don't think it's something where Embuemo's going to average a PK a game. Um the PK aspect of all of this is very difficult, but that's why we put these players in our team that take PKs, right? Like that—that's the reason because like one kind of iffy call could really swing your game week. And instead of getting a two-pointer, you could honestly end up with a ten-pointer because you can get the the trip bonus. Um, so we'll go into that a little bit. We had another question about that, but I I do think, you know, I was a little bit interesting that Potch took over Chelsea I you know I would be interested on your thoughts of it as well but not the manager that I think is going to write the ship and I I don't know if Potch is that great of a manager like he's never really succeeded anywhere that he's been um so I don't know what do you I mean you, your thoughts on that um I don't know I had more optimism going into the season than I do right now but I do think it takes a long time and maybe Chelsea has a pretty toxic culture I mean how many coaches did they go through last season and it was like Three. how do you how how do you how do you have a situation like that like you can't I think Arsenal yeah. had a very nice um transition for Ar- Arteta because like they gave him enough time to to bring in the players that he wanted for the system implement the system 
and they didn't make that like one year decision oh you you didn't perform great you know that first year you're here the second year and it's paying off for them and i think that's a model that chelsea is not following but i I still think there's something going on maybe beyond the manager at brighton that's providing them success like their player acquisition model or the their whole coaching staff they're they're doing something obviously right because they're just like churning out player after player and it's like it doesn't matter that they're losing some of their core central midfielders that just like continue to perform um yeah so yeah so that's I mean, they did bring Arsenal, in. They did bring in the just Liverpool. Just a quick Arsenal check moment. here. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but Arsenal has won one zero. They've done it. <laughs> yes. They've it's gotten the three positive. points, kept the clean sheet. Yeah. It's big for that us. I didn't reap reap any reward from. Um, I was going to say though, they did bring in Milner. You know, I mean, credit to that. I think oh, he's a good yeah. good player to bring in for that that squad. Speaking uh, of cyborgs, he he probably is like. He yeah. is a robot. Milner yeah. is like what is he? Thirty-seven, and he was winning the the Liverpool like fitness challenges every single year. <laughs> yeah, I, he probably uh, won the fitness challenge at Brighton this year. Like he he is a he's a literal robot. So yeah, I think he's some. Who was that? Thomas that that yeah. wrote that question. And yeah, I think he's onto something there. Yeah, he could Should, be. like investigate, do some investigative journalism, go to the club and like hide behind the the bleachers see if they yeah. power down or like if they bring in a bunch of ipod chargers <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's maybe that's what it is maybe if they like emp the the facility it'll help and they just can't do it then uh this just ironically like worked out because bracken was the other question but um he wrote in to time to ditch rashford and bruno i do think we need to talk about this it's a huge question in fpl uh, obviously, I have both, so I'm going to answer this one first. I am going to ditch Ratchford. Um, Bruno's underlying stats, he's actually, his goal involvement amongst midfielders is the second highest. He just hasn't done anything with it. Um, also, that was a penalty. I don't know. I just feel like that handball was a penalty in that game that they didn't call, and that's a completely different outlook for him in that game if he gets that penalty and maybe finishes one of the chances that he had, like the wide open header or, you know, an an assist at least Rashford just seems out of his realm. Like, I don't think he's a striker and I don't want to pay the extra 0.5 for him right now, but I I could regret it against Forrest. So like, I think you could hold them. I also think it depends. Like, do you have one or both? Like if you have one, maybe just hold for now, but that's my take on it. Do you know if either of them are going to lose value? I know they're pretty highly owned. Yeah. So, like, that's I, the other consideration. I, I hate losing value on my team early in the season, but yeah. um, it's one of those – it's like a – it's a gamble because maybe they could turn it around, but if you watch any of the game or, like, the highlights, you can tell that there's something not right with that Man U team. And I don't know what exactly it is, but they just don't look very good. And so I I don't think I want to have Rashford – I I actually started the season with Rashford. Game week one, watched the Wolves game, and that was enough evidence for me to switch him out, especially at his price yeah. point. Like I could go to someone cheaper and save some money for else. Yeah, you my moved. Team. So that was kind of quick. Hard. Yeah, and made the right decision with Diaz, who we'll talk about. Oh yeah, worked out victory lap. Um, Here we go. I, yeah, I mean, I think the problem is Rashford's not a striker. Like even when they play, I forget who they were playing up there at the beginning of last year, like Martial, but. 
Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with Martial, but to me it's like put Rashford back in his left wing spot and put Martial up there. It's, it's better than nothing. I mean, Woot, Woot was terrible, and it seemed to work better for them last year, but I, I don't know. The, the underlying numbers, interestingly, the XG for that game was really even, and they lost 2-0. But again, you know, if you don't finish your chances, it's going to look it's going to look terrible. I did I did think Jim made a good point over the weekend when we were texting. That is a tough fixture away to Spurs. So as much as it was sad that they didn't score anything against Wolves, which was an easy fixture, that is a tougher fixture. So I, I think the reason I'm holding Bruno is that Forrest tend to sit deep. Bruno should have a lot of time on, on top of the box to hopefully hit like some shots or play some balls in. Rashford, I, I don't... I, I don't know if the extra 0.5 is worth it for me, but I think if you have other fires to put out, I would honestly hold them one more week if you need to. Um, we did have a big question from Alex, fellow Arsenal fan. Um, his question was rank midfielders, and he gave us a huge list. I'm not going to read them all off, but basically all the midfielders who have returned so far. Um, he excluded Fo- or not Foden. He excluded Bruno and Rashford but basically put everyone else in there. Do you kind of want to go first on this? Um, or, yeah. okay, so I did I'm, type yeah, something Yeah, I'm looking in. at your your rankings. I think there's some changes I would make here. I okay. don't, well, so you have, a, you have kind of like a three-tier rating or four-tier? Three or four-tier. No, I have a three-tier, but I do want to say it does depend on like what you're doing, right? Like, I, I, I mean, if you're ranking these players out for the rest of the year, you're going to get a different answer than if you're ranking them out for two weeks than if you're ranking them out for like five to six weeks. So I, I kind of based it to game week nine for my rankings. Obviously, that changes if you're looking more short-term or long-term, personally. But it's kind of what I did. So I, I guess you want to kind of talk about it and see what you disagree with for me? Yeah. Let's see. So my top midfielders right now, and I'll go like more proximate in terms of performances mm-hmm. looking looking to the near future, like maybe the next five game weeks. Yeah, I think uh, Mbwemo is definitely up there. Matoma, I honestly wouldn't include March in that list. So I think <laughs> if you watch some of the the game and the highlights, like March got on the end of some of those chances, but I don't know that he was heavily involved in the game plan so it's really tough sometimes to figure out early in the the fpl season like who's going to be a consistent score and who's you know the the beneficiary of of some lucky play or getting on the end so like march and leon bailey i think this past week were the benefactors of like just kind of i don't know uh, a deflection or like uh, being on the end of the play but they aren't necessarily the players who are always being targeted so that okay. said, I'd say Embuemo, Matoma, I think Diaz. I really like Easy E, but I don't think Crystal Palace can support him enough to be one of those top tier players. I like Sokka and Martinelli um, and Odegaard. I would still lean Sokka in terms of those three going forward, yeah. but I don't know. That's one of those I- situations where it's like pick any one or two of those guys each week and they'll probably probably get a return and the other one won't so it's like just pick one and hold one i guess um okay and i i do really like diaby um so you'd have him higher than third tier i'd have him higher yeah probably second tier in terms of um those mid-price mids and 
the other guys I like that are kind of coming up. I, I like Bowen, but I don't know if he's convinced me that in the next five game weeks he's going to perform um, FPL-wise. Yeah. I, I think Sterling has looked dangerous as well, but again, he's like not... Chelsea's just not convincing. They're not really doing anything, so yeah, he wouldn't be up there. Well, let me kind of like at least back my tears real quick. Now, yeah. I will say Sako not being on PKs, he might move... He might move down. Wing players are hard, right? So like, you have a player like Matoma who, yes, he scored this week, but honestly it was an absolute outstanding goal where he dribbled like three Wolves defenders, and I don't see him doing that a ton. He actually usually provides like a higher XGA or like assist likelihood than goals, where March typically actually has a higher XG. So you're right, you might go more weeks without March getting a return where like Matoma will tick along. But to me, March is actually just as good as Matoma if they play equal minutes. Now, you could argue Matoma's a little bit more nailed. But honestly, the and again, two weeks, very short, like, um, you know, like we don't have a lot of data on this right now, but March kind of blows Matoma out of the water and actually a lot of these midfielders for goal involvement. And Boimo obviously has the highest out of all these players, but he has two PKs. And so Mboimo is a tough one, but the nice thing about him is he's nailed. He's on a pretty decent team and he has good fixtures or at least average fixtures moving forward. A lot of the big name players like Saka, Martinelli, um, you know, Foden, Diaz, Jota, they're all very similar to me in the fact that I think they're all better, but how much are they going to get rotated? And that's, that's a difficult question for anyone to answer. I do think, you know, Diaz and Jota seem a little bit more nailed than we thought at the beginning of the season. Are, what are your thoughts on that? And then, I mean, Foden too, with the fact that, you know, Silva's injured as of right now, and he doesn't really have other options. I think those players do move up a little bit, but do you do you disagree? Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. Like, I think Diaz, Jota, and Foden, like you said, okay. are a little more nailed than we thought. I think Liverpool's rotation is, is starting to get solidified. I, I know that they're still figuring out with their, their six, and that may change things, but probably they'll just... Uh, mm. the, the Jota and Diaz won't get rotated probably and i like darwin coming off the bench honestly because he's like kind of a a crazy person so i'd rather have a crazy person come off the bench than start a game um so so yeah i'm i think we kind of are seeing that i'm really hopeful like i said the last pod like diaz can get those money points and be the that left wing and yeah he could roll with a lineup of Salah and diaz to just fly the whole season but that's probably more of a dream than a reality I don't know. I mean, Diaz is definitely on my like near list um, after they, I think like wait till they play Newcastle and then he's, it's probably him or Jota coming in for Bruno or maybe even Saka at this point with not being on PKs. That makes me a little bit nervous. I will say Alex did also talk about um, James Ward Prowse and Enciso. Enciso uh, is five and a half. So like, I get it if you really want to just put him on your your bench and use him sparingly but with not knowing if he's going to start or not there's so many other options he's he bangs away. though he bangs some he long, does. Well, long goals ass- yeah yeah assists again though he it was more assists for me he didn't really have a shot that game but yeah but did you see his different. long goals from last season i did i did see those yeah so. so maybe you want him in your team for those really long goals that he scores 
I think I would honestly rather have Barnes from Newcastle moving forward than in CISO for yeah. like one more. But I once the fixtures you. turn. And and we did 2.0 actually ties into this question because he said best fixtures until game week eight. So I did – this is based on the um, FPL scout uh, fixture ticker, but I kind of just put it in order. So Chelsea obviously by far in a way the best fixtures moving forward, which is kind of why Sterling makes it on this list, and he did look – bright but his xgi is terrible it was only 0.38 in total um city which is why i think foden's higher and then good fixtures spurs menu newcastle um pretty decent newcastle's more after game week five they have a lot in a row which is really nice and then so so is actually this is an order of their per rankings till game week eight goes Villa, Brentford, Arsenal, Poole, and Brighton. So Brighton do have the worst fixtures moving forward. Um, but but again, like this is why it's so tough to rank players over an extended period of time. So yeah, um, we already answered Thomas's question. Pav had a question, and this relates to the Chelsea and the fixtures, I think, too. Nick Jackson, uh, two, two one-point returns in two games. Is he a trap? What do the stats say? Um so I did put a little bit together, but what is your like kind of take on uh, Nick? Nick, he. So if you look at expected goals, he's fifth on the list of forwards for expected goals, and yeah. he hasn't had a PK. So yeah, um, I mean, and that that's through two games. So like Neil Maupai is uh, second on that list. So like you have to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But if you watch the games. And I know this isn't really a stats-based answer, but if you if you watch how Chelsea play, he Jackson is incredibly involved and lively and makes things happen. I don't know if he needs another player like Nkuku to to mm-hmm. be activated or like catalyzed because he's not he's kind of playing on an island right now, so it's hard hard to see him out there like you know the lone striker without a lot of support, but that said looking at those tasty matchups like Luton and Forest back to back at home you got to think he's going to bang at least one in one of those games right but i don't know yeah. if it's worth bringing him in for you know compared to some of these other guys who have actually already been performing pretty well so i wouldn't yeah. say it's a trap but um it's looking more like a trap right now than uh what's the opposite of a trap <laughs> uh a safety net like a safety net yeah i I, yeah i i put that together and he was fourth on my list of goal involvement mostly xg he doesn't really pass too much but wholeheartedly agree the eye test is more scary he does seem to just be like in the box like asking for service and then like you have players dribbling the ball to him or like not even coming close to serving him a decent pass like Chilwell's the only player that can provide service on that team which is why I think if I was like ordering like Chelsea players it'd be Chilwell's a must and then you could almost even argue a second defender possibly but but Jackson's third I think Jackson's going to be good to own I agree if you have him he stays which is my situation if you don't have him I would almost consider Wissa or waiting for like a player like Isaac. Watkins, a lot of questions on that. I mean, neither of us have Watkins, right? You don't have Watkins? I do not. Do you, okay. No. He's a hold for me. Like, I don't. I mean, he got an assist. 
he doesn't it looks like he's not taking pks which is probably better for him since he's four out of nine like you're probably going to get more misses than goals um but i think he's like a part of that system and he's useful and also i think alvarez is a player that you've shouted a couple times and if he continues to get starts like i think my order like right now would be wissa alvarez jackson Watkins for like what to move forward with like at this point in time um there are some talks about i'm gonna butcher his name but the forward from forest awani 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 yeah he's an avoid for me i mean their fixtures are tough and he's got a header goal um and then one other goal and he's forest are just such a counter-attacking team like it's gonna you're i don't know i just don't think it's worth it if you go to him i think you're gonna regret it when there's these better options yeah um Dr. Matt did guarantee uh, three goals from Jackson over the next four game weeks, so we'll have to keep that in. Um, wow, we got another bet. We got another, we got another uh, prediction-based so. bet. We have to figure out a uh, punishment for Dr. Matt if he gets that wrong. Yeah, that's how it works, Bobby right? Love can pick a tattoo. Yeah, for he gets a uh, gets a face tattoo, and then he'll have to treat his patients with like a crocodile mouth on his regular mouth. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Um, I do apologize. I feel like we're probably going to have to wrap it up. Was there anything else over the weekend that you really thought was like major that we might've missed? No, it was just like a week to forget really. Like, yeah, I, unless you had Brentford assets and Brighton assets exclusively, like you had probably not a great week. So we could put that one away and file it <laughs> in the cabinet of forget that shit. Yeah, I agree. That's, feel like that's a good title for this podcast um not not just the podcast but just the fpl week let's be real we provide good quality content every week and that's why you should be a patreon member so sign up no i'm kidding uh so the other thing uh we should talk about is captain shouts uh it's holland for me um if you don't have holland i don't know what you're doing is there anyone else that you'd even be remotely interested in no i think holland is the guy and i think he's owned by almost everyone in fpl so i doubt there's anyone listening right now who doesn't have holland but if you don't have holland please feel free to reach out and send us an angry email about how we're not (laughs) including you in this in this podcast but yeah captain holland and uh if you don't have holland pick him up so he can be 100 percent owned and then it will make no variation in this game it'll just be holland central the only thing that would be like a really ballsy thing would be to captain Chilwell, like with how high of an xg he has already in two games but i just it's not worth it uh captain holland um uh, our plans so i already made my moves because obviously i was worried about price drops okay so that's good so do you want to go first or should i go first i am a fool i mentioned this at the top of the pod but i started the season with jordan pickford who is just absolute (laughs) dog shit as a goalkeeper and as a person, I would assume, based on his on-field antics. So he is still in my team, but I I had his backup Virginia, and I brought in Ariella for coverage, so I'm just going to rotate goalkeepers. So that even goes against the advice that we provided in the last pod, like don't rotate goalkeepers. Yeah. But I'm probably going to do that now and pay the price even, even further. So, yeah, I can just basically write off this FPL season already. I'll probably finish a solid two million out of eight million, and uh, and I'll you hey, know justify my podcast appearances by saying I'm really good at this game. Yeah, well, I mean, I do. I mean, I that's good that that's the only fire that you're having to put out. I guess question mark. 
Um, sure. I have already taken a minus four. Uh, there is one regret <laughs> nice. I have on here. So yes. I'll do J- J- you should take J- a minus 80 wild card I'm, and forget to push the button. I am considering a minus eight slightly, but oh. I don't think I need to do it. Do I was it. actually going to, I was planning minus on bench boosting. Don't stop there. So, no, I was planning on bench boosting this next week, but I figured Gabrielle was kind of locked in for Arsenal. So now I, now I'm like, oh God. Um, but I took Rashford out for Foden. I just love his underlying numbers. He, if he plays like against Sheffield, like Lord help me, if he doesn't get a return, I may just cry myself to sleep. Um, and my wife will be like, why are you crying? I'll be like, Phil, Phil didn't do it. <laughs> Phil broke my heart. <laughs> Phil broke my heart. I just feel like he's got to get a return this week against Sheffield. And then I took Richarlison out and, I don't know if I'm regretting this already. I do think Embuemo would have been the smarter move, but I'm going for March. Like, Brighton, Hmm. they're humanoids, right? Like Thomas Bracken said, I think March is going to be a solid play. I like him over Matoma. I'd rather have the goals than the assists. The one thing that concerns me, which this is what I'm going to regret, is he might get rotated just just because. Um, I think he will. Which I'm going to... He's yeah, going to drop he, out of the top 10. I'll just say it right now. That's my I don't think prediction. He's... I'm going to double down on that, that early season prediction. I'm going to say March is going to drop out of the top 10. He won't score another return. He looks for the next so good. He looks so good. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't and his stats back it up. Okay. But, yeah, and Buemo probably was the safer pick. I just hate the fact that he's getting all these garbage PKs. Um, and he had a tapping goal with, like, big whoop um, with a against a 10-men 10 10 team from Fulham because – you know, again, hatred toward Americans. Reem tackled a guy and cleanly and got called for a yellow card uh, and a PK. Uh, and then the last move, this is the the major regret that I have, is I brought in uh, uh, Chilwell for Bayer because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be playing Bayer much. I do think the rotation in defense, I can usually predict that pretty well. Um, but I probably should have just moved Gabrielle on to him it would have been easier uh but yeah I moved out buyer so Gabrielle's gonna be a next week move probably I don't really think I need to take a minus eight but you should uh, minus eight keep going just keep it going Jake don't stop just yeah I don't think I'll hit I don't think I'll do that but I was planning on bench boosting because all of them have fantastic fixtures it's just that Gabrielle probably won't play but maybe he will now because Tomiyasu's out I don't I don't know I, I don't I don't well, it's not it's not an Arsenal pod, but I feel like Gabrielle should start. Um, all right, well that's that's it. Uh, follow us on um, Twitter at divefpl. Um, you know, retweet um, our podcast. It really helps. We appreciate that. We do have the website divefpl.com if you want to become a backer slash Patreon. Um, you know that helps Nick. You know, you know buy a PS Five, support you know his family. It helps me buy you know more stuff in europe um make sure i can buy security in case yeah, you I gotta fund those Bobby trips Love. you gotta fund those yeah. trips you want to you want to send trips. jake to the uh yeah. the isle of england or whatever yeah next to thailand i'm going to i'm going to thailand uh so yeah be be you know do whatever you can to support us we really appreciate it uh fpl is not our full-time job unfortunately i wish it was jake, Maybe you're soon. like five minutes late right now for your real job Ah, uh, well, yeah. Well, hopefully I get fired and can just do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right, cool. But I'm not very good at it. Surprise. Uh, and then, you know, on Insta at The Art of the Dive, um, you know, again, we appreciate all your support. Um, I'm Jake. I'm Nick. And remember, you should dive. <laughs>